welcome back to episode 31. I think I lost count of MSR Sports. Uh, I'm taking over as your host today. I'm Matt, and I'm alongside my favorite and my least favorite co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's Which? How we doing? I'm Which one's sure. Which? <laughs> yeah. You'll never know. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. You'll, you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> what is up? All right. Maybe um, the worst yeah. intro in all of MSR Sports history. <laughs> now, now we know who's the least. All right. So, regardless. All right, before we uh we get into, I just want to say uh, Jimmy G is him. Okay. Debo. Yeah, Debo of. Smith is him. But um, on Debo Smith's hands. It was almost a pick. That ball was almost literally a pick anybody could do that. That's the he can. All right. I I so, do have to give credit where credit's due because Ramon did call. The wind did. So, because so, of that, I believe he he catapulted himself into second no. in the pickums. Am I correct? Yes, he did. So updated, yeah, updated stuff. Matt is at twenty seven. Ramon at twenty six. Me at twenty five. Okay. Y'all could change. I gave Matt the chance. I gave the chance to change. It would be at twenty six right now. My ones, but I didn't. Yeah. So never doubt me. As we. As we move into week five of Pickums, we as an MSR Sports have added a little bit of a twist to our Pickums. And basically, what we've decided on, I believe we all decided on this as a whole. Me and Ramon have no fucking clue what this is, so you're going to have to explain it to us and the audience. Okay. Yeah. I thought I, thought we kinda, I, thought I kind of went over it. So, what I I just okay. I didn't really understand that. So what I propose is that the winner of the week. So we'll pick this week, right? Like we can, if you want, we could just normally do this week. Or since I won the week last week, we can start the twist this week. But I'm like I was thinking that after the winner of every, like the winner of every week, can decide what kind of twist they want to put on the next week. So. I know, like, you guys mentioned something about locks, and you guys wanted to, like, put, like, locks, and you get double points. Like, that could be a twist one week, or whatever kind of spin you want to put on the week can be decided by the winner of the previous week. So, it's not just going to be one point here. So, the twist I've decided to put on this week, because I won last week, is I said that I have all the spreads right here, right? And if you're able to pick the underdog, and they win, the spread doesn't matter, but if you're able to pick the, the underdog team and they win, you'll get double points. That's what I'm proposing this week. So every underdog wins double points? Correct. If you pick them, then you get double points for that team. Yes. Oh, okay. That's, that's, but underdog as in the the spread, right? Like if, like, let's he, say the t- this team yeah, is favored it, by it, that. It's Vegas. It, yeah, it's, it's Vegas odds. Oh, okay. so like, it, you, don't have to, you don't have to worry about the spread. At all, it's just the team that's favored to win and the team that's not favored to win. If you pick the team that's favored to win, it's still a point. If you pick the team that's not favored to win and they win, you get two points. Um, and there's nothing like taking away two points or taking away one. No, point. not not so. this week. We can we can get into that like in other weeks prior because like as I have we, a great as, twist, so I gotta I gotta win this week. Yo, you want to hear something wild? Bailey Zappi just got picked off by Malcolm Butler. <laughs> You're okay. Still playing Madden. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. All right. Well. So I'll who's get gonna go over game. each game. You want to tell us the games? Oh, yeah, I, 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 
You want to do it, Matt? Okay, because I had them ordered here as flags. I have the spreads here, so I can. I can All right. All right. So Go ahead. I say for for uh, the pickums, I think we should rotate just so like one person isn't picking first the entire time. So we the Thursday night game. We're gonna start out. We have the Indianapolis Colts cruising into Denver to take on the Broncos. The Colts are the underdog in this game. Who do you guys think is gonna win? The Broncos. Look, I don't like the Broncos this season, but I will admit, as Matt said the other day, this past Sunday was probably their best game as the offense. The coaching was still terrible, but the offense played better. I I don't I had no idea what the Colts are. Um they look really weird. They were terrible, terrible. Then they were solid against a great Chiefs team, and then they were terrible. And now they're going into a game without Jonathan Taylor, who I know he hasn't been big, but that's still a huge loss. Well, he still might play. Yeah, well, and the Bron- but he's not the Broncos. Yeah, and the Broncos will be without Randy Gregory. But to be honest, I would I be shocked if the Colts won this game? Probably not. But I think it's safer to pick the Broncos. High altitude. Here comes a dome team not playing really great. Give me the Broncos, but I would not be shocked if it's close and ugly. Yeah, yeah. I want to piggyback off Ramon. Like you said, no Randy Gregory, but then no Jonathan Taylor. The Broncos also don't have Javante. Which is oh, that's true. Melvin Gordon, it's his time. I Start I really want to pick the Colts because I'm down and I need these two points. But, I mean, I have to roll with my Super Bowl pick and pick the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you guys and pick the Broncos as well. I mean, like I said, um, this is probably the best the Broncos offense has looked. And I know it is, is it was Anthony Raiders defense, but the point is, is Russell Wilson is making throws. He was like, he was making throws if he wasn't making the first three weeks of the season. And like, and the, like we previously said, Jonathan Taylor is not a hundred percent. And even if he was, I mean, he, this dude is not getting any sort of support from his offensive line. And the Colts offense just looks flat out terrible, despite who's on the other end for defense. Like they, they struggled against the Texans. On we in week one, I mean, Jags. I like their defense. They struggled against in week two. Schedule struggled against the Chiefs, and they struggled against the Titans a couple days ago. So, this offense is very limited upside, especially when you throw in a now non one hundred percent Jonathan Taylor. If he even plays, he hasn't practiced this week. So, I gotta give this win to Denver. Um, we're moving into the London game, the nine thirty a.m. start. We have the New York Giants versus the Green Bay Packers, and the New York Giants are the underdogs in this game. Who do you got, Sam? This is a tough one. Ooh. Do we know if Jair is playing? No, no we do not know. And I am with Sam. This is a tough one. I I think this is a trap game. I know it's in London – but I did just say that the Packers' offense looks like it's finally gelling. But this, yeah. by the way, by the way, this Giants' defense has been really it's good, good, and it's, it's and it's yet defense. to and it's yet to even record an interception this you season. You know what? Give me the Giants. Okay. I mean, right. I don't know, man. I right, I'm giving the Giants. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Is it too late to change? Huh? Is it too late to change? No, I'm gonna go with. If you if you want to change to the Packers, your your pick isn't technically submitted yet. So change it if you I want don't to. know what to do here. 
I'm gonna go with come back to you. You know what? Roll we we ball. Give, give me All right, Giants. It is. I'm going with Green Bay. Uh, as much as I really like the Giants and Dable, and um, I, uh, I just trust Rodgers. He's my MVP pick. Uh, this offense seems gelling. You know what? I'm gonna call it. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is becoming a huge part of this offense. I say he does it again. A two touchdown game once again for Dobbs, and the Packers pull it off in London. But the Giants compete in that game, and not to mention, actually. We don't know Daniel Jones is playing. Daniel Jones is not healthy, neither is Tyrod Taylor. They worked out Jake Fromm today. So yeah. I'm gonna ta- I, I'm gonna take the Packers. Can I say like if if Danny Dimes doesn't play, I take the Packers. Sure. And if he doesn't, yeah, we'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. I'm also gonna go with Green Bay. Um I do like that the I do like the way the Giants are playing so far, but at the end of the day. They've had a paper soft schedule so far. So yes, as good as their defense has looked, it I don't think that they're going to maintain that level of defense as they get to playing the tougher teams. Um, and with like I know that Green Bay's offense hasn't been particularly good, but at the end of the day, you still have Aaron Rodgers. That offense is steadily improving as the season goes on, and that Packers defense we're we're, not, we're forgetting about that Packers defense that is really good with a very kind of Matt Giants offense, especially with all these injured receivers. I know Saquon is I know Saquon is doing everything he can to carry the load, but it can't always it can't be all on Saquon or else they're just gonna key in on it. So give me the Packers, but like you remember said, I think this is gonna be a close game. Um it really honestly it could depend like when they show up to London too. Like this is a tough game to predict because like them adjusting to the time zones of London. So I'm going to go with the Packers, but I do believe this game is going to be close as well. Speaking right. of London, Drake London is him. He just scored his third touchdown of the half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are moving into probably one of the more easy picks of this entire thing. Is uh, it? Moving into the 1 o'clock games, we are moving into the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling into Buffalo to play the Bills. And, of course, Pittsburgh is the underdog. Who you guys got? I am going with my first underdog pick. I believe it's no. gonna come back. To, it's gonna come back to bite me. But guess what? I, I I said I saw Matt do a lot of underdog picks two weeks ago, and it worked for him. I did it this week, and guess what? It worked for me. I'm going to do it again. I I think the Bills' offense. Remember last year when everyone was so certain the Bills would smoke the Steelers, and it was close. I get TJ Watt was a beast in that game. The Bills have not looked really great the past two weeks. I think. The Steelers, I think they lay sort of a dud, and it's a bit competitive, and Kenny Pickett pulls it off. I, I, I'm not so sure on it, but you know what? You got to take risk eventually. It's two points. I'm taking the Steelers. Give me Kenny Pickett to win his debut. Yeah, I already took my stupid pick with the Giants, so I'm going to play it safe and go with the Bills on this one. I mean, you're – Number one defense last year versus a guy that threw fucking three picks when he well, played what? Yeah, but the quarters? Bills defense is not good. They're they're throwable one. Uh, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, is, George Pickens catches his first touchdown this week. By the way, that's my that's a call I if have. If anyone's well, going off, make it Fryer move. Well, whatever. Everyone's going off because Kenny Pickett's going to be slinging and dealing. I can't I will wait. Say, I think I think Pittsburgh. I I don't think this is like I think it's a worse underdog pick because I think the Bills are good. 
but I don't hate where Ramon is coming from. I mean, you don't have the film on Kenny Pickett to really formulate a good, solid game plan to stop him. Um, but I have to, I have to go with Buffalo. I think because the defense is good. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I just believe that Buffalo is the more talented team. You can't look at last week and like, because you played in the tough environment in Miami week three, you played in the elements in Baltimore in week four. I mean, I think, I think Buffalo wins this game most likely because they don't like, like you said, Ramon, last year, TJ Watt went off. They don't have a TJ Watt to rely on. Mink is not a hundred percent. Um, you know, Najee has I, not I, been I, doing good this year. Yes. And I think well, this, that, this yes, will be his best day. This is going to be all on picket. I don't think it's going to be like, I think he's going to be okay, but I don't think that it's going to be enough for him to lead them to wins right now. Not, not, I, not I remember. Remember, Tua was not good his first game, but he beat he managed to beat the Rams when everyone thought like, "Oh, you're really giving Tua's first start this hard of a game." So, and I think Pickett's more talented than Tua. Tua's a future Hall of Famer. Okay, uh, let's stop that. He's good, but he's not a Hall of Famer. All right, so we're moving into one of the more one of the more uh, even matchup games, right in the one o'clock window. I think in terms of talent wise, anyway, um, you're moving into. The LA Chargers coming into Cleveland to take on the Browns, and the Browns are the underdog. Who do you guys got? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Chargers, but I would not be shocked if the Browns won because the Browns have been playing football so weird. They win games that they shouldn't, and they win, they lose games that they shouldn't be losing. I'm gonna pick the Chargers, but do not be shocked if this game is close, and also. Last week's game was between the Texans and Chargers that have not been close. The Chargers defense, there is a huge problem there. To have all that talent and to be allowing so much points, I get that there's injuries, but it's still too talented to be allowing that much points to a Davis Mills offense. I think Chubb, might not to mention no Bosa, and the run game has a, the run defense hasn't been that good. We saw Damian Pierce gas him. Would not be would not be shocked if Chubb goes off and he keeps the Browns in this game. But at the end of the day, one team has Justin Herbert and one team has Jacoby Brissett. I'm going to take the team that has Justin Herbert. Okay. Yeah, um, uh, you want to go, Mark? Okay. I'll go. Uh, I'm also going to take the Chargers. Uh, I haven't made an underdog pick yet, but I have some coming in for later. But um, I think that, in, yeah, like you said, the Justin Herbert obviously kind of gives this team as much of an advantage as possible. Um, I do believe Nick Chubb is going to do well. I believe Kareem Hunt is going to have his role as well. Jacoby Brissett, I think, is going to play decent, but at the end of the day, there's going to be a QB on the other side of the, the field that can make the plays, and then there's going to be one that, you know, isn't that good at making the plays and will choke in the uh, clutch situations like he's done the last couple of weeks. Um, and, yeah, I think this game is going to be close. I think that it's going to be a pretty high score. Like, it'll be a decent scoring game, probably, like, like if you don't, don't be surprised if it ends up, like, 30 to 27 or something like that. Um but yeah, I'll go with the Chargers as well. All right. Um, I'm also gonna go with the Chargers. However, like Ramon said, this game could be very close, and I think this game is all could also be a trap game. However, I believe J.C. Jackson's gonna play, right? Yeah. Oh, then the Browns will probably win. He's gonna lock Cooper week. up. Cooper, you're getting zero no, yards. Not... You're a bum. J.C. owns no. you. He's your father. JT's a bum. He's going to have to guard Donovan Peoples-Jones. They're not going to trust him with Cooper. Donovan Peoples-Jones will be catching a touchdown this Sunday. He will not. But, okay. anyway, um, 
Yes, the Chargers defense does not look that good, but it hasn't looked bad. I, I wouldn't say it was no. bad. It just was kind of mid-middle of the pack, but I think they could step it up. And this is a very big game. This is a, this is a prove-it game for this defense to step it up. And on the other side, like Ramon said, I'm not a huge Justin Herbert guy, but I mean, you can't deny that he's good. Keenan Allen, is he playing? Yeah, he, he might come back. Probably. He's so you supposed get, to come back this week. You got a full healthy Chargers, or not fully healthy, but skill position wise, healthy, healthy, healthy Chargers position group. Um, against the Browns, the Browns defense is very good, but no, I it's don't. not. No, don't. Nope. Nope. Very, very it's complete. No, it's not. I would it's say not it's good. complete. When healthy, I mean, I, I don't think is Miles Garrett playing again. That's what I'm saying. When healthy, I think the game's pretty. But even, but even still, complete. when he was playing, they still weren't that good. But anyway. Complete. Well, not good. I, I do believe this will be a close game as well. I I could see it going either way. Um, now we move into. I think that this is going to be a unanimous pick as well. We're moving into the Houston Texans going into face Jacksonville. Who do we got here? Mm. Wait, what was the what was the game? Oh, Houston Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars. Houston and Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with. The Jaguars. Um, they should nice win this surprise. game. They, I mean, they 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 weren't bad against Philly, but you could tell they weren't ready for Philly that much. Outside of a, the the first start to it, but I don't know. It is a division game. The the Texans, they've been com- they've been close of everyone they've honestly have faced. So I would not be surprised if they made this close. But I've been backing up the Jaguars all this season, and Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. I'm going to have to pick them, but. I'm a bit worried about – I would not be surprised if the Texans took this one because they keep it close. They make – I think they can make plays to pull this one out, but I'm going to go with the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go with Jacksonville as well. Um, at the end of the day, um, I like last week in Philly, it's not – I don't think that it's not that they didn't look ready. I think that – I think that if Trevor doesn't fumble the ball four times, I think they win that game. Realistically, I think they win that game because I don't think Philly looked like they were on fire last week either. I think that was a winnable game. And they still only lost by like eight, even though he fumbled four times or some something like that and threw a pick. So like if we if he cleans that up, which he should, because it's not gonna be like it might be raining, but I don't think it's gonna be raining that bad if because it was pouring in Philly. So they cleaned that up. They should win. I like the defense. I like the way the Jacksonville defense has played so far. I'm not a huge fan of that this Texans offense with Davis Mills at the helm. Damian Pierce is good, but I mean he can't do it all. So I'm gonna have to go with Jacksonville as well. I really like what they're doing. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jacksonville as well. This defense has looked very well. This defense, this defense has been very good. The mm-hmm. offense, I think, is going to. I think this. I think this is going to be the offense's best game. I think Kirk is going to go off. I in my. I, I think he's going to go off. J. Rob. Hopefully, he goes off for my fantasy team. Yeah, hopefully, Trevor hopefully Lawrence, you're right about this with T. Law too. Trevor Lawrence broke a record last season. Last last game. You're facing Trevor Lawrence this week, by the way, Sam. In fantasy, Rocked Up has him. Well, he broke a record last week for most fumbles in a game. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's gonna do it again. No, nope. so I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. Yeah. Okay. So now another dude. We're we're getting all the easy games out of the way here. 
Um, the Chicago Bears will be traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Of course, the Vikings, Bears will be underdog. Easy. Who is, is going to win this game? Vikings easily. Kirk owns the Chicago Bears. The Bears are not good. I've made my stake with them. Do they, they're, gonna, they're coached okay, and they do compete, but I do not think this will be close. Justin Jefferson is going to have a field day on whoever is guarding him. And Kirk Cousins, he may have been bad all season. He's been no, he's been bad. All, he's been bad to. Oh, he's been mediocre all season. Yeah. This is going to be his best game because this is what Kirk Cousins does. He feasts on the Chicago Bears all the time. The Vikings would be Super Bowl champions if they had to face the Chicago Bears every single time. Kirk owns the Bears just like Rodgers. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, I'm also going to go Minnesota as well. Um, you know, same. Like I think this offense is going to be. I, you know, honestly, the Bears' defense has made some plays, so I, I do expect this offense to make a little bit of – I do expect them to make a few mistakes because, you know, they haven't been that great yet. But I also believe that Chicago's offense will make more mistakes, even though the Minnesota defense is a little bit shaky. Um, I don't think Justin Fields has progressed too much as a passer at all, really. Like, that you can't – like, you have to throw the ball a lot more than 15 times to win a game. If he even throws it that many times in a game, I have no idea. Mac Jones only had to throw it three times. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Minnesota – I think Minnesota's going to win this game. Justin Jefferson's good. Dalvin Cook, I think, is finally going to have a game where he scores a, few, a, couple, a touchdown or two. So I think they're going to get production in every single regard from that offense, and I don't think the Bears' defense is going to stop it, and I don't think the Bears' offense has a lot of weapons in order to combat the terrible Minnesota defense. So I'm going to go with the Vikings as well. I am also going with the Vikings as the Bears has not have not looked good. Uh, Fields, like Matt said, has to throw. He has to. He's 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 not throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. And um, the Bears are without their best weapon in the kill Harry. He's not. I don't think he's going to be <laughs> back yet. So until they get the best receiver of all time back, I'm going to go with the Vikings. Okay. Moving into one of the more interesting games in the 1 o'clock window, one that obviously we're all going to be paying attention to, is the Detroit Lions coming into New England to face the Patriots. And, of course, Detroit is the underdog. Who do you guys got winning? I look. I know Patricia pulled a pretty solid game last week. Just knowing his track record, his inconsistency, I I'm gonna say he's gonna call a terrible one this week. Um, I think he's going to want to throw the ball more when in reality we need to run the football. This run defense in Detroit is horrid, yes. and we have one of the better two run running back punches in the NFL. I think they will – some of their runs will be good enough. I, I, I don't know. I'm very confused, but I want to say we'll win because we're better, but it does not look like Mac is going to play this game, especially since we signed Garrett Gilbert. It does not look like Corey's playing this game. Zappy's playing this game. And don't get me wrong, Zappy was not terrible against the, the uh, Packers, but we saw him in preseason against Scrubs, and he was not great either. I just have this feeling – we're going to lose this game. I don't know why. Also, the, the the Lions have the number one scoring offense in the NFL. And I do, although I did say our defense was elite. I, to be honest, I am just, I'm 50-50 on this, but I'm going to take the Lions just because 
we are garbage. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to go with the Lions. I don't know. I just had this feeling it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be close. It's going to be a game that we felt that we should have won. But at the end, we're going to just find a way to lose the game. So I'm going to go Detroit. Okay. I'm I'm confused in this one because if the Patriots call a good game plan, I I believe we take this game. And like th- I think this is the first time I would take the Patriots in a game this season. By the way, um, but like yes, yeah, so obviously you said the Detroit Lions offense is cooking with something different. Um, Jared Goff is dealing right now, um, but like like we've said for other teams, like we might not have a hundred percent full Jacksonville offense with Amon Ra being out last week, DeAndre Swift dealing with a lot of the, of injury, like minor injuries this season. Um, DJ Chark was out last week. Jamison Williams hasn't played yet. So you're not looking at a full Detroit offense. And I believe that if you, if you run the ball a lot, like you did last week and you keep this Detroit lions offense off the field for as long as possible, I think you can win this game. But like you said, like I, but I can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Patriots just because you have if, if Bailey Zappi is playing, you have to assume that this team is gonna run the ball a lot. Yes, we might throw more, but I don't think we're gonna throw that much more. I I need a Bailey Zappi masterclass because I'm starting him in fantasy this week if he's playing. <laughs> That's crazy, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Patriots this week. This is the first time I'm gonna pick us this to win the game. Oh, one last nugget. I've noticed that we have not been really good against Titans this season. Like Mark Andrews cooked us. Uh, Robert Tanyan, of all people. Devin McCourty, I'm sorry. Look, I like you. You're prime, but you have not been good in coverage. Like, you have been owned by – now, I'll, I'll give you a pass on the Mark Andrews because Mark Andrews, he does that to everybody. But how are you going to allow Robert Tanyan to just walk freely and get a touchdown like that? Like, do we pay you well enough money to not, be, to not allow a guy like Tanyan to do that? So because of that, I would not be shocked if TJ Hawkinson catches two touchdowns this week. Hawkinson is going to eat. He ate last week. He's going to eat again because I don't think McCordy can hang. Okay. McCordy can hang. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with the new with you guys' Patriots. <laughs> I the the Lions offense has been carrying their defense is fucking awful to the point mm-hmm. where I think even Zappy is going to be able to hang 20, 20 30 points on them and the Alliance offense has been eating however I think if any defense is going to stop the Lions offense it's going to be us we might not have the best defense in the league but we have like we have I, a think, defense. I think I think if, if, if anyone knows – if anyone's going to stop the best offense in the league, it's going to be Bill Belichick and Steve Belichick. And obviously we have Matt, Patricia, Bailey, Zappi, a dynamic duo for the ages. <laughs> but um, like Matt said, I think we're going to run it a lot since Zappi's playing. Um, and – I mean, I, I, I don't expect this game to be too too high scoring, but I'm going to take <laughs> us to win. I think we win it late in the game. Um, Yeah, Zappi wasn't awful when he played, so if he can just do that again against a terrible defense, we'll win this game. So I'm going to take I us need, to win. I need five touchdowns from you, Zappi. 
All right, we're moving into another interesting game in the 1 o'clock window. The Seattle Seahawks will go to the Superdome to take on the New Orleans Saints. The Seahawks are five-point underdogs. Who do you guys have? This one is actually pretty tough. I have gone back and forth, back and forth, because it's not even a guarantee of Jameis Winston is playing, and even if he does play, like, is he really making a difference of the way he's been playing? And the Seahawks, say what you want about them, but they, they compete out there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to pick the Saints. Um, I know the defense was shredded by the Vikings, but then again, they were taking on Jefferson, who's phenomenal. I'm going to say that their their defense makes it tough for Geno Smith, and the Saints just barely nudge one out. Chris Olave should have a good day, too. And that's that's about it. I Again, I, if the Seahawks win, would I be shocked? No. But I'm going to pick the Saints just because their defense – should be able to help them win this game. Yeah, and I think I'm going to go with my first underdog pick here. I'm going to say Seattle wins this game. Um, the reason I say Seattle is going to win this game is because the Saints offense, when it, which, by the way, has kind of got off to a little a bit of a dismal start. It's looked better under Andy Dalton than it has under James Winston. Um, obviously, James has been playing hurt. Kamara's hurt and Thomas is hurt. Like, no one's 100% out there. Olave's been even dinged up a few times out there. It's just not a healthy Saints offense right now, and I think that the defense is going to make some plays. But I think if – like, I know that Geno Smith – you can say what you want about Geno Smith, but he has been – he's been pretty damn reliable this year with making the safe plays, not turning the ball over, and giving his team chances to win night in and night out. Um, yes, the Seahawks defense isn't great, but at the end of the day, if the Saints offense isn't, you know, a healthy 100%, the Seahawks might get some breaks on defense and they might be able to hang around. So give me the Seahawks as the upset game here. Yeah, um, typically it's me and Ramon have mostly the same picks and Matt's alone. But for this one, I'm going to go with Matt on this one. I want to go with the Seahawks, the underdog pick. I mean, Tariq Woolen, that last game against the Lions, no de- nobody on the defense was really that good. But Tariq, Tariq Woolen was actually the only good player on the, mm-hmm. on either defense. He was yeah. playing pretty well. He played pretty uh, well. DK Metcalf was playing very well. Rashad Penny was playing very well. Yeah. And unfortunately for the Geno Smith haters, he didn't write you back. He, um, <laughs> he has the highest completion percentage in the NFL. And his mm-hmm. average depth per target is not bad. It's it's like it's not it's not he's not throwing screen passes and stuff and checkdowns. Yeah, right. Geno Smith has been playing very well. I mean, the whole yeah. Seahawks offense has been playing very well. Stone Forsyth has been playing very well. <laughs> I mean, the defense if they can if they can pick up the defense a little, like maybe like their front seven can pick it up. I think the Seahawks team is. Could win some games, and this is one of them. Do we know if Jameis, Thomas, Kamara, anybody's playing? We have no idea. I think they're all questionable right now. But even if they are questionable, like they're still not playing hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Olave's going to eat. Probably Mullen will lock him up. All right. Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. I'm moving into an AFC East divisional game. We have the Miami Dolphins going into New York to play the Jets. The Jets are three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Who do you guys got? Give me the Miami Dolphins. 
I this was another one I've gone back and forth. But when I go back and think about it, Zach Wilson was not good. This Dolphins defense yeah, no, is going to, is going to make it tough for him. And I think look, Teddy Bridgewater may not be great, but you can't sit here and tell me that he can't just put a little pass to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and let that yeah. and let them do the rest. Yeah, they're going to be able to do this. Now, do I expect it to be like the uh, if the tool was playing easily a domination game? It probably will be close to Teddy Bridgewater, but I'm again I I'm picking Tyreek and I'm picking Jalen Waddle to win this one and that that Miami defense. I I'd say they make. Zach Wilson throw about maybe two or three mistakes in this game. So give me the Dolphins. Yep. I'm also going to go with Miami as well. Um, you know, I think that the Jets, the Jets two wins this year have kind of just been the, the opponents stumbling on the other, on their own uh, foot, their own feet. They're tripping over their own laces, if you will, because they somehow just find an improbable way to win games when it seems like all, like the game is already over. Um, but like you said, I think that yes, Bridgewater isn't good. Like he, like we know that he somehow finds ways to suck, to, no matter who he has in the field. But um, he's he's solid enough to the point as a backup quarterback where you can trust him to go out there and get you a win. And against a Jets team that you know I don't think has looked too good, Zach Wilson didn't look great. I think that this is a game that Miami is probably going to end up taking. Yeah, I'm going to the Dolphins as oh. well. Um, if call me crazy, but if you Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think is is that much off from Tua or that yes, much he, off from Zach. Yes, Wilson. he is. I don't think he's that. I don't from Zach Wilson. I he's I I think he he's. Right with Zach Wilson, I don't think he's that like that much worse than Tua. Obviously, Tua is better, but I don't think it's like like a crazy like a crazy like not, differential it, 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 for like can you like starting QB to backup QB. It's not as crazy of a difference. I think, I think Teddy Bridgewater is one of the better backups in the league. He oh, has yeah. the experience. Teddy two gloves. I I it, it, since he's been in the league, it's it, I've never been able to wrap around my head how the fuck he throws with a glove on. But, it's easy. Kenny Pickett does it too. Once, once, Delhi's decent. I know Kenny Pickett. Um. Anyway, like like you guys said, it's not hard to just throw the ball up and let Tyreek and Waddle go get it. Um. Plus, with the I think the Dolphins' offense is kind of built for a ready quarterback because of Teron Armstead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in the blind side this time, so I think, uh, like the Dolphins are gonna win this. Okay, all right. So the Atlanta Falcons are gonna go into Tampa to get absolutely cockthrottled by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, yep. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that right now. Buck, give me the Buccaneers. Atlanta, you're riding a nice two game win streak, but that is all gonna end today. Tom Brady has his toys back, and he is pissed off that him and Giselle got divorced. Um, and he's, and as, as a wise man once said, someone's got to pay for my sadness tonight. And Atlanta is going to pay for Tom Brady's sadness, and it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, Tom, they're hanging 50 on them. Uh, Tom's throwing for five touchdowns in this game, probably over 400 yards, near to 500 yards. 
Atlanta is in trouble. And uh, this Bucks defense has been hasn't really had a good statement game outside of the Cowboys one. I think this week they oh and actually that forgot the Saints game, but again they were playing. And the they were against the Packers too when they clamped down mm-hmm. after the second. And I guess you know what? Yeah, outside of the Mahomes game, they've been pretty solid. But this game they're going to be phenomenal too. I think this is the first time that we finally get to see Ritter. It's going to get so ugly that we're going to see Ritter get some playing time. So yeah, I got the Bucks also. Yeah. Um... This game, I, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. However, the Falcons, I think, I don't know, I don't think Matt was here when I said it, but I know where Moe was. I I think the Falcons are going to make a late push. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to make like a late push where it, they, 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 they get some wins. And I picked them to win against the Browns, and they did. I don't think they're going to win though against the Bucs, but I think they're going to keep it very close. I think Pitts is going to finally have a good game. Oh, I think he had a good game last week, right? He had a good, no, he didn't. He had a good one against Seattle. Two weeks ago. Yeah. I think Pitts has another good game. I think London's going to grab a touchdown. Oh, wait. Is London? No, Dotson's the one. Uh, yeah, I think London's going to get a couple touchdowns. I don't, I don't think we see Ritter this game, like Ron said. But I think Mariota hangs with Brady. And yeah. it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a close one, but I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Divorce game, Brady. Divorce game, Brady over flu game, Jordan. But I'm also not sure because of the divorce. I don't know if it's gonna be in Brady's head, and maybe he plays bad. Oh no, it's, it's gonna it. be in Brady's head. He's gonna drop. But he's gonna, yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna yeah. channel all that anger. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 either gonna be, uh, Brady. It's in Brady's head, and he plays terribly, or it's gonna be. It's gonna he's gonna use his motivation and go crazy. It's like those. It's like those TikToks where it's like his girl broke up with him right before the game, and then it's like them like in the mm-hmm. corner bumping their head. Well, Brady's gonna. gonna someone has to pay. For Brady is Brady's going house. to be. Yeah, he's gonna be bumping some Kanye and Jay Z. Uh, a song that I cannot name, unfortunately, will be playing in his mindset, and his in his <laughs> in his earbuds, and he is going to go off on those talking. He's gonna be playing "All Girls Are the Same." No. Okay. All right. He's so gonna he's gonna be playing. He's gonna be got my teammates in Tampa, and they go in gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Got my teammates in Tampa is crazy. All right, so wrapping up the one o'clock window, <laughs> we have the Tennessee Titans traveling to Washington to face the Commanders, and the Commanders are two and a half point underdogs. Honestly, I'm gonna be a tough game to predict. I'm going to make Matt happy. I'm picking your boy, Carson Wentz. I know the Titans have won two in a row, but again, against teams that I just don't think are that good. And I know I, I'm not, I've not been big on the commanders. They're not terrible. They're just not good enough against de- elite defenses. I don't think Tennessee has an elite defense. They've taken advantage of bad offenses. I, this commander's offense is going to – remember week one where it looks phenomenal? That's the offense we're going to see this Sunday. The commander's bounce back will win. I, I think they're the better team. They have the better quarterback. Is it going to be? Could it be a close game? Probably because uh, King Henry is going to feast. But mm-hmm. now you have no trade on Burks for the the Titans. Like that offense is getting even worse than it was to start the season. So give me the Commanders. They're they're not going to lose every single game after winning the first game. This isn't the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, uh, I will also take Washington here as the underdog game. So double points. 
And the reason I'm taking them, and I know and another hit to Washington's offense is Jahan Dotson might not play. However, I believe Terry, this is the game where Terry McLaurin finally has a big week this year. I don't think anyone in that secondary is hanging with either Terry McLaurin or Curtis Samuel. Um, and the problem with Washington's offense has been their offensive line. And I like Jeffrey Simmons as a pass rusher, but other than that, they don't really have like that guy that consistently gets to the quarterback on that Tennessee team that can really cause like fits. Like Micah Parsons last week was causing fits. He was in Demarcus Lawrence's role, causing fits. And then, of course, the Eagles' defensive line, Fletcher Cox, um, Hassan Riddick, like everyone in there causing fits to that offensive line. There's not going to be as much pressure. Like, there's going to be the line is probably still going to be pretty terrible because it is terrible. But um, I believe that there's going to be a relatively clean pocket for Carson Wentz to have time. I think Gibson might have a little bit of a bounce back game in the receiving game category. And like you said, King Harry will make it close. But I got to go commanders here, underdogs. Yeah, um, I'm also going to the commanders because they're underdogs. Um, you know, Dotson faced a lacrimose injury, and I I I don't expect him to play. I want to go with the Commanders. I think Gibson's gonna go off on this on the Titans. Well, but what's the, what's his name? Brian Williams should be making the Brian debut. Robinson. 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 There you go. Yeah, Brian Robinson. Has he has he been ruled out though, or is he? I uh, know. I think they said he was gonna make his debut. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's that's good news. I put a waiver claim in for him in fantasy, so uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, so we're all wrapped up here. We're moving into the later window now where the San Francisco 49ers are going to travel to Carolina to face the Panthers. And let me just, let me just get this one out of the way real quick. 49ers, moving on. Yeah, um, my boy Jimmy G. You, you shouldn't lose this one. You already lost one. You should have won on Sunday Night Football. You can't lose to Baker. He has been horrific to the point where I think it's not it's, it's not a bad argument to say I'd, I'd much rather see Sam Darnold when he comes back, right? What? I don't think, I mean, I don't think it's bad to say that, especially with how I mean, bad Baker has been. I mean, yeah, I guess it's, I guess it isn't te- a terrible thing. But I, will, I would throw Sam Darnold in. It's, yeah. it's it, this is it's a weird one because like are any of them your quarterback of the future? Probably they're not, but but I'd still get um I've gotten to point that when Sandaro gets back, like let him finish all the season. You've seen enough of Baker. The whole world has already. No more injuries to blame. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 49ers. Um, um, I'm also going to go with the Niners. Um. Debo is him, and that's all. That's all you need to know is Debo is him. Okay, all right. Moving on. I think this is going to be an interesting game. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles will be traveling to Arizona to face the Cardinals. Cardinals are four and a half point underdogs. Who do you guys got? The Philadelphia Eagles will remain undefeated. Now I will tell you this: if Hopkins was playing this game, I'd take the Cardinals. But I'm going to take the Eagles, and I think – remember when I said week one that Mahomes, it was going to get ugly? Mm-hmm. I think this game has ugly territory. Things are not looking good. Cliff is getting worse and worse by the day. 
Um, you see, Kyler, he, he he looked good in week two, but then again, that was a terrible Raiders defense. He has not looked that great, and I know, and it's not all his fault. He is also he does not have nothing to really work with. Mm-hmm. I would not be shocked if the now, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be like the, the remember the first two Eagle games where they were like or the first three where they mm-hmm. were up by like twenty four and like both of them like nothing. I think it's going to yeah. get like that, and then they're going to lay back in, in the second half, and then Kyler will make the game look closer than it should be. But, dude, I think this has blowout ter- territory. And also, I want to say, Cliff Kingsbury, shut up. I don't know if you saw this, Sam, but last week, he, he, he instead of taking blame as the coach, he's blaming he's blamed Kyler for the slow starts. He's like, I'd like for him to stop being good in the second half. I want him to be good from the first snap and on. Maybe if you called a better game, he'd be good from the first snap and on. Does he know he's the worst coach in the league? Nope, he does not. And unfortunately, that title belongs to Matt Rule. Yeah. I mean, we, we clearly saw that last week. Who Who is the worst coach in the NFL? They, they literally faced off in a grand scale. But, um, yeah, this game, I'm going to pick Philly as well. I mean, Philly's defensive line is just too good. The Cardinals line. I think Kyler Murray's going to be running for his life. Um, obviously, Kyler and Hollywood Brown will get there their fair share of connections. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's the Philly way is just going up big in the first half and then not doing shit in the second half. So um, yeah, I think that Philly is going to win this game. Still, they will remain undefeated. Yeah. I'm also going to go with the Eagles. Um, I mean, Sirianni's coaching has just been radamanting. He's been just – the coaching has been great. Jalen Hurts has been yeah. great. I think Kyler has – I'm going to say it again on this podcast. Kyler has no help. He needs help. I need Hopkins to come back before I uh, start picking the Cardinals. I'm assuming the Cardinals are underdogs, right? I didn't hear. Yeah. yeah. If you said it. Uh, I I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Eagles. All right. So now we are moving into a very interesting game here. We have the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams. And this is an interesting one because the Dallas Cowboys are five and a half point underdogs. And I'm just going to get out of the way. I'm picking Dallas to win this game. I mean, I, the, the way I see it with the Rams offense, the Rams offense has just not looked good. The line is fucking – the line is in shambles. Micah Parsons will make Matt Stafford his bitch. He's going to be breathing out of a colostomy bag by the time this shit's over. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, like, it's, it's, it's honestly, Matt Stafford has just not been playing well. And the Cowboys defense has just been amazing. And Cooper Rush hasn't made the mistakes that are going to cost the Cowboys any games. You got Michael Gallup back. You have C.D. Lamb. Um, Dalton Schultz is back. You got that two-headed running back monster and Zeke and Pollard. I mean, you got weapons to work with here, so it's not like Cooper Rush is completely out there by himself. And on top of that, like I previously said, that defense is just too good, and the Rams' offense just hasn't figured it out yet. So give me the give me the Cowboys, and this one is the underdog. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys, but I do want to add something. I don't know if you all saw Mike Green. I, I like a lot of his takes um, on Mike Greenberg, but he said that as of right now, Mike McCarthy would be his pick for head coach of the year. People, I need you all to understand that the reason the Cowboys have, are looking successful is because of another coach there. It's Dan Quinn, Dan not Quinn. Mike McCarthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, if, 
and Mike McCarthy is not the top of the head coaching candidate. It probably be, it's gonna probably it's, I'd probably put Nick Sirianni at one, Sirianni and number two, right and number two has to be Mike McDaniel, because mm-hmm. we we know that this this team was good, but no one expected him to make this team look like a top five team that early in the NFL. Mike McDaniel for being a rookie coach, no matter how talented it is, there's a rookie coach to have him first quarter in the season as a top five team in the league. That's impressive. What the Cowboys are doing, yeah, with Cooper Rush, sure, but you go back and look at it. Cooper Rush isn't really doing anything special, unlike the other ones where Mike McDaniels is elevated to the point where maybe the Dolphins consider bringing him back and signing him to a contract. And Nick Ciarani is making Jalen Hurts look like a top 10, 12 quarterback in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm I'm with Matt, by the way, hospital. Um, I don't like this Rams team. The I think also CeeDee Lamb is going to feast. Jalen Ramsey, you suck. Trayvon Diggs is better than you. He's Micah Parsons is going to own Matt Stafford. Um, now, I, I'm, I'm kind of joking there. I do think this game could be a bit close, but I still have the Cowboys nudging it out. I think they're the more complete team. And, yeah, this Cowboys defense is way better than the Rams. They will keep – they will make – just like the 49ers where Garoppolo couldn't really put the – the Rams to bed, but then that pick six happened by Hafunga or Hafanga, however you pronounce yeah. his name, and that ended the game. So that's what we're going to get. By the way, an awful play call. I yeah, mean, I don't get what that was. That, that, like, like even like, yeah, you look at that play and you blame it on Stafford, but there was only one read in that play. That was the that was the only read. No one else was no one else was even going out for a route. That was the only read. By the way, this is. That that game, I, I don't care what happened in the NFC Championship game last year. I am still and always will be on the um, Kyle Shanahan over Mike Sean McVay. I, I I don't I don't get why Sean McVay is this proclaimed top three coach in the NFL. I think he's a good coach. He's top ten, but I'm taking Shanahan over him. I'm taking Andy Reid over him. I know he's been weird, but I think I'd still take Bill over him. Bill's been acting pretty pretty strange, but I'm pretty sure you gave Bill a t- more talented acting, roster. He's been acting cold strange. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But yesterday proved why Kyle Shanahan will always be better than Sean McVay. That, that NFC Championship win was not because Sean McVay was the better coach. It's because Sean McVay had the better team and the better quarterback made the better play. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 I feel bad. I, Kyle Shanahan deserves a Super Bowl before he retires. He's too good of a coach to not have a Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Matt, do you say this game was going to be close? The Rams no, Cowboys? I, yeah. I did. Yeah, Ramon did. I think it'll be close as well just because I don't think Dallas's offense will blow them away. But I'm going to be honest. I think you're being fucking obtuse right now. I think this Rams this Rams offense is going to go off. They This is oh, a must-win game for them. This is a must-win game for them. And okay. I think Cooper Cup on Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, I'm Cooper, sorry. Cup, Cooper Cup will go off. I'm sorry. No, he will not. Trayvon Diggs owns. He's the better corner in that game. Cooper he's the Cup best corner in that game. Go off. Not against Trayvon Diggs. He's locked down. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, Cooper Cup is going to go off. Uh, I think the running backs will uh, probably not do anything. Because of Michael Parsons, but the Dallas ones will. Mm, maybe. 
But I'm still going to go with the Rams. I think, like I said, this is a must-win game. Sean McVay, Ramon might not believe it, but I think he's a top five guaranteed. Yeah, I, I think yeah, so. Yeah, but, no, but I'm trying to say I don't think he's better than Kyle Shanahan and never has been. Uh, he's just, I think it's pretty been, close. I think no, it's way. not close. It's not close. He's he's the student. The other one is a teacher. Sean but McVay is just not against Kyle Shanahan. He's against Mike McCarthy. He he's a much better coach than Mike McCarthy. I'll take the better. I'll take the better coach and the better team. I'll take the Rams. Yeah, but right this year he hasn't been coaching that offense well. So I'll take the better defensively coached Dan Quinn Cowboys to win that game for the Cowboys. You can have all the defensive coaches you want. Uh, Trayvon I mean, is going to get absolutely yeah, fucking and, shit on. But that, but but still, but still, it's just. I mean, Cooper Cup did. Where was Cooper Cup yesterday? Cooper Cup had a pretty good game yesterday. Uh, Excuse me, where where was was his touchdowns? I mean, where were the Rams' touchdowns at all in that game? You can can have a good game and not score a touchdown. I couldn't see him find their touchdowns. Stafford did not have a good game. Where were his touchdowns? I I don't seem to see a touchdown on the stat sheet. Where was George Pickens' touchdown? (laughs) Did he not have a good game? Yeah. He had an okay game. He didn't get the touchdown. I never said he was great. Yards, I that, yards, that's a pretty good game for Joe Chickens. Yeah, Cup is fine. Stafford you can have a good fine. game and not score a touchdown. Yes, I agree. Yes, you can. And But Stafford didn't have a good game. The line is in shambles. Micah Parsons and Je- uh, Demarcus Lawrence will be making sure that this guy is breathing out of a colostomy bag. So Matt Stafford yeah. is going to be stacked more five or more times this Sunday. Yeah, I think so too. All right, uh, moving on into the night game. We have the Cincinnati Bengals, a division game that can determine the lead if the Browns don't win against the Chargers. The Cincinnati Bengals will be traveling to Baltimore to face the Ravens, and the Bengals are three-and-a-half-point underdogs. What do you guys got? Before before we go, Sam, remember a couple weeks you said that Jamar Chase was going to trash on Trayvon Diggs, and we saw what happened there. Their quarterback was under duress by, by Micah Parsons all day. Same thing's going to happen here with Matt Stafford. Cooper Cup is not Jamar Chase. Yeah, he's worse. <laughs> no. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, the great, all right. All right. For, on the, the greatest record, white man receiver is Julian Edelman. On the records, I want you to tell me right now, Ramon, who's better, Jamar Chase or Cooper Cup? Jamar Chase. <laughs> it's, it's not his. Switch, switch, switch the players, and I guarantee you Jamar Chase would be doing – Switch I, places. I Jamar Chase would be Jamar doing more. Be worse than the Rams. No, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is not playing in an offense where he's force fed the ball. He has T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. The other side, they have nobody. They Jamar have to Chase force feed been, that Chase white man. Been doing as well as he did last. Jamar Chase last year was getting force fed the ball. <laughs> exactly, and you see what happens now when you don't get force fed the ball. The while the other dude is just getting force fed, but, but Jamar Chase but he still didn't have as good of a season as Cooper Cup is, when he was the, getting force fed. The point is though, the point is even they force the ball or not, Cooper Cup is still getting open enough, even though they know they're gonna force the ball to Cooper Cup. Co- Every game they know it's going his way and he's still getting open. Cooper Cup Cooper Cup wasn't even the best receiver in yesterday's game. It was Debo. Now, Debo had okay. a better game, but I think Cooper Cup's a better receiver. Uh, can can Cooper Cup play running back like Debo? Probably can, can he walk out to his to Super Gremlin? Yeah, that's cool as Debo. Cooper he Cup definitely can. The same of no, he can't. This year. <laughs> Cooper Cup can 
play running back if he really wanted to, and he can also walk out to Super Gremlin. Not as cool as Debo. I mean, I agree to disagree. Debo, dude, Cooper Cup's not even the best receiver in his division. It's Devontae, DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> okay. Are right. you listening to yourself right now? I mean, I'm not lying. Uh, you cannot sit here and tell me that a healthy nuke, prime nuke, does not trash on okay. Cooper yeah, Cup. Prime nuke and healthy nuke is two whole, totally different people. We're going to see Prime Nuke when he returns. No, He's going to be angry for being suspended for something as stupid as steroids. Let's not act like he was using steroids to enhance his game because he's he's that good. He does not need steroids. Who's better, Ramon, Debo or Nuke? Well, that one's close, but I'm going to go with Nuke. Okay. So Cooper Cup is the third best receiver in the NFC. Well, well all right, Cooper Cup or DK? DK. <laughs> Cooper Cup is not a top three receiver in his division. Okay. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Cooper Cup or are you? I'll go Cooper Cup there. I'm not gonna. I'm not biased. I'm not dumb either. All right. So all right. Well, moving on to the night game now. We can. We've heard enough of this shit. Um, <laughs> we have Cincinnati going into Baltimore. Cincinnati is underdogs. Who do you guys have? I'm going to take. The Cincinnati Bengals, I know that their offense has, has been struggling and that their wins are against Joe Flacco and um, Teddy Two Gloves. But uh, as much as I like Lamar and his MVP campaign, there is something seriously wrong with that defense. I think it's going to be a shootout at first, and then the Ravens jump up to maybe like a 14-17 lead. And in the fourth quarter – this defense just implodes again, and the Ravens and the Bengals pull it off. Say so they pull off by a field goal, just like that Bengals game, but it's going to be another game where the Ravens just implode and blow the game. There is something wrong going there with the coaching. And not to mention, the player's not happy. I don't know you guys saw. Marcus Peters flipped off his coach after the game yep, or I during the that. game. So there's something wrong with that. I think, I think they choked this game away. And Jamar Chase, the better receiver than Cooper Cup, is going to have probably his best game. Well, hopefully he doesn't have his best game because I'm against the fantasy. Um, yeah, I'll go with the Bengals as well, though. It's just they're an underdog pick. I mean, they're I think they're good enough to hang with Baltimore. I think that, honestly, this is probably going to be – I don't know. Like, I feel like this is going to be, like, not as much of a shootout as people think it's going to be because the Bengals' defense is pretty good. Man, the Bengals' offense may not be that great, but neither is the Ravens' defense. So I believe that the Bengals' defense will make this game close, and I believe that the Bengals' offense can maybe pull out a win here. So I'm going to say Cincinnati wins this game, but I think it's going to be very close. All right. Yeah. I'm also going to go with Cincinnati. I think will the could the Ravens win? Definitely. But I think I have to play it safe and go with Cincinnati and just tail with you guys on this one. because Cincinnati's not favored, right? Nope. No, they, they're the, the underdogs. So, that, so that's underdog points if it happens. Yeah. Yep. In the last game, Matt, Dallas Rams, uh, Dallas is underdog? Dallas is underdog, yep. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Although I think the Ravens could definitely win. And now Monday night. All right, Monday night game. We are going to see the Las Vegas Raiders going into Arrowhead to face the Kansas City Chiefs. And oh, man, oh, man, are we going to see Andy Reid putting on a 
coaching clinic against Josh McDaniels. I mean, it's not like Josh Daniels is going to see the solar system orbiting around his head with how much Andy Reid is Andy Reid is 3D chessing this game at Arrowhead Stadium, and Patrick Mahomes is going to cook against this Raiders defense. I mean, I don't think that I I would I wouldn't be shocked if the Raiders defense didn't get a stop. This game is going to be a blowout. I can see the Chiefs in the scoring. 40 to 50 points this game. And I don't think the Raiders are going to get, I think the Raiders aren't even going to get past 20. So give me the Chiefs in a blowout here. Matt, want to hear something shocking? I have something, something's telling me that the Raiders are going to keep this close. Last year, remember when everybody said the Raiders wouldn't stand a chance and they won that game? It was week five. Guess what? It's week five and everyone says they don't stand a chance. But no, I am not going, I am not going to, I'm not going Oh, I'm not going to pick them. I uh, Mahomes is my Super Bowl pick. I still think they're going to be phenomenal. But something just – I don't know. I just have something in the back that's telling me that this game is going to be closer than we think. So, But I'm going to take the Chiefs to play it safe. This isn't one that I'm bringing the whisket on. This isn't Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. I trust him more. That's why close or not, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Um, I don't think it's going to be close, but like Rowan said, I mean, it could be close, but this is a bad game to end it off because I think it's an unanimous Chiefs. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, that's going to do it for the Pickums this week. Anything to add? Anything else to add? Nope. I, I got nothing. I do. I have one last thing to add. Jack Jones is better than JC Jackson ever was. Never saw JC get a pick six. JC never got a pick six off Aaron Rodgers. They, they didn't verse and okay. Well, anything else, Dad? Nope. Uh, I got well, I'll see you guys next week. Next week. Yeah. Next week. All right. See you.